Hey everyone, welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me and loud typing Villem in Tulsa. Villem, how are you doing? And, Good, uh, how are you guys? Frank, down in Austin Actual. Frank, say hi to the peeps. Hey Brian. He, he's holding up the microphone to Do Mrs. Like Frank. And <laughs> Disaster. I, well, I, I'm not the I, one. I figured that, it was self-explanatory. We said, hey, Brian, and then she would say, hey, Brian. I guess <laughs> no, He just jammed a microphone in his wife's face, and she Who's said that. that? Oh, Why is Willem so muted? It's He's got no lights. Rooms. He can't afford lights up until so. <laughs> Electricity is a premium. So, I just like setting the mood. Yeah, it's good. So we've got Frank Villem and Mrs. Frank is in the the, the laundry room. Yes, we are podcasting, Mrs. Frank. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad you're joining us here again for another rousing episode of No Beer Left Behind. I am mid dry week, something that uh, Frank has talked about beforehand, but I've never actually done. No, I've never actually done that. I'm getting the shakes pretty bad, vomiting every morning. Oh. <laughs> no. No, it's a it's a nice little reset for for myself, and um, it's good. So I'm drinking Fresca, the original citrus flavor Fresca in the new design can. Get jealous! God, what it's, the hell is that, Brian? Have you ever had Fresca? It's yeah, tasty, it's, super good. Nah, it was good back in the day, and now it tastes like aspartame or some shit. Oh, I'll yeah, say sure. the mango Fresca is delicious. They have peach, which is quite good as well. Um, Oh, they have different flavors. Now? They do, and the, uh, I mean, I think you think you think you appreciate the new design. I mean, it's pretty nice. It's kind of nice little. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Anyway, I think you'd appreciate the flavor too. So also, the flavor. Yeah. If you mix <laughs> and uh, here in Dry Week, um, here in Dry Week, I'll promote adding uh, prickly pear vodka God. to this, and uh, it's quite the treat. But tonight, I'm drinking... Wait, so did you do that during your dry week? No. (laughs) Counterproductive dry week. (laughs) A little drinking sabbatical, so strictly prickly pear vodka. (laughs) Strictly clear liquor only. (laughs) My dry week. Gins, vodkas, and vermouth. That's it. That's all I have. So, that's where I'm at. Uh, Villem... Uh, to maybe to stop your typing for two seconds. Can you tell us what you're drinking tonight? That's the sticks, Brian. That's the sticks. Here. Well, stop it. It is coming through loud and clear. It is, Rocket League, y'all. Well, uh, put it on pause or mute it, and we'll come back to you, because uh, all I hear is clickety-clack. This guy. What? Okay, Dad, you don't pause a multiplayer game. You don't start one when we start a podcast, son. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you here. All right, so what are we talking about tonight, or are we casting tonight? I can't remember. It's almost as though we're casting tonight. (laughs) Some say, Uh, some are saying that we're casting tonight. Some are saying, everybody's saying. Would you like to know what I'm drinking? A lot of people don't know what you're drinking. Tell us what you're drinking. I'm drinking Great Divide Oak Aged India Pale Ale. Fake news. Wait, Oak Aged India Pale Ale. Yeah. I did not know they did that. It's called the Rumble Oak Aged IPA. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna wash that down with some bourbon aged vodka? Nah, just probably another uh, oak aged <laughs> IPA. Another four or five of those. Prickly pear and fresca, if I've ever heard the uh, code word. <laughs> Are you drinking? Now I'm switching to the uh, Titan IPA. Titan. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you know Willem not only got married but also has a waitress working? He has now. bottle <laughs> service. He has bottle <laughs> service at his computer right now. Yeah. Villem wow. is casting from a casino. He's playing video no poker. <laughs> High stakes racket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. A little smooch on the head from the waitress as she walks away. That's, That's amazing. Great. Don't forget. Is that the wind star down the road? This guy. Don't forget to Ojibwe. tip your waist up. <laughs> the relaxed band of the Ojibwe runs their casinos real tight now. It's actually Osage. Yeah, Osage. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm talking please. about the, the throwback, Villem Lake Relax. 
Your mom's band of Ojibwe welcomes you. Yeah. <laughs> Grand. <laughs> Fucking Grand Casino in Minnesota. <laughs> and, oh, man, it always looked like 30 years too old to still be open. Yeah, oh my god. Every time they would show it. And they had like, life is grand. They had their own little songs. and That's phenomenal. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have to provide subtitles because I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Okay, so a little backstory on that joke. Uh, Segue there. (laughs) I don't know that you could call it a joke if it needs explanation. But the Balax Band of the Ojibwe are up in... uh, Minnesota, they 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 control the gambling racket up there. So whenever you uh, hear of a casino, like you know how the Chickasaws, they own a lot of the the gambling in Oklahoma. Okay, up 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 in Minnesota, it's the Malax Band of the Ojibwe, but they so Minnesota legalized gambling quite some time ago. Yeah, and the Native Americans built their massive casinos. And no, that's not. Hold on, Minnesota didn't legalize for a native that's a whole thing. Well, sure, sure. So part of the the federal concessions, right? And then each state had to say whether or not they would allow Native Americans to have their casinos in their state, because Texas has a lot of Native American tribes, but no casinos. Um, so. Anyways, too far down the road. The joke is they had these casinos in Minnesota. They still have them. One of them is kind of nice. The rest of them are all like cabins where people gamble. <laughs> uh, where, where people go, cabins without windows for people to go lose a bunch of money. It's not Windstar. Okay? Yeah. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma has like serious. Native gambling American problems. Gambling oh yes, also Native American yeah. gambling. With like with like hotel towers built and like Jack Nicholas golf courses and no 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 up there they'll show the same three ladies playing slots laughing over <laughs> some tickets and they go life is grand and you're literally driving to a large cabin. Like yeah. it's it's huge, but it it just looks like a cabin. It looks too old to be operating. Um, at least when I was growing up, I don't know if if Grand Casino on Malax has gotten a lot bigger and a lot better. But the one in in uh, when I was growing up was like a shitty. No, it's still the same. It still is the same. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you guys are definitely way way ahead of the uh, the curve there, Brian, in Oklahoma. Okay. Bill, I'm in Oklahoma. Bill, I'm, yeah, Brian is. I'm almost in Oklahoma, us. but I'm still very much <laughs> in Texas. I just sent you a little, little. Uh, that is some link, Frank. I know. I didn't. Holy I didn't, Jesus! Are you kidding me? I'm not going to bitly it. <laughs> what is it? You tiny no, URL. Bitly is spam as fuck these days. It's the Grand Casino Malax. It's it. It doesn't look like it should even be open anymore. Is what I meant ah, when oh. I did the whole thing. Gotcha. So, yeah. Villem is drinking now a Titan IPA from Great Divide. Did you get a Great Divide variety pack? Is that what you're rocking? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of been my, if I don't want to think about what I'm buying, purchase. Like, I just want some beer, but I don't want to, like, make a decision right then. That makes like, sense. Those are always good. Now, they're doing canned variety packs? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. good Good on them. That's pretty sweet. Honestly, these days, if if they do... I, I opt more for cans than bottles these days ready because to- of what you've told me and just like, you know, glass is pretty damn bad to like be uh, perpetuating, I feel like. You know what's – well, I mean, if you recycle the glass or just reuse it. Or yeah, true, but yourself. it takes a lot of energy, you know, to like melt it back down and reform it. Oh, no. I mean, I recycle it by putting your own beer in it like I do. Right, oh. yeah, yeah. Not everybody pees back in their bottles, Brian. I do, uh, but what I was going to say is, I mean, are you are you prepped? Are you set, pinching your pennies, getting ready to to pay the uh, tariffs on aluminum coming uh, your way? Maybe owe a little money to the IRAs. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's okay. They don't care about that anymore. Mm. Okay. <laughs> as long as you make above a certain amount, they don't give a shit. Anyway, I guess no one, no one got. It. Anyway, so Frank, what are you drinking down in Austin this this fine evening? Brian, I am. I so I went to. Why well, I have a little bit of a kind of a side talk after I'm done with the. You have a side piece. Um, I like it. 
I do. <clears throat> so I, I'm drinking tonic water with a splash of gin. Real light on the splash there, because I'll be honest, I haven't had better tonic water than this, and I like really like the flavor. And if it, I don't have like gin that I really enjoy at the house at the moment. Moody June? No, Waterloo is like my favorite. And I don't normally drink. If I drink gin, I drink Waterloo. Otherwise, it's sort of like... Not a huge fan of a lot of the other that ones. That shit that you left up here at my house, that Moody June, I like that. Was good? That. I quite enjoy that gin. Okay. Well, I need to, I need to get some more of that because I don't – I think I – no, we didn't even crack that. Uh, yeah, you had one gin and tonic okay. while you were here, but that was – I mean, that was a recovery drink from the drinking yeah. that you, you and Jay did the night before. I mean, gin and tonic for me is like – it's summer. It's like 9 o'clock at night. I – so before this, I had water and Pedialyte because <laughs> I was like rehydrating. Did you put and, Christmas lights up in your house already, or what happened? Oh, no, it's just too hot outside, man. So I can't do beer. I can't do wine right now. So I was like, let me let me do a little tonic water with a splash of gin. And but then I figured out I didn't have the right gin, and you know, I mean, but then your mindset on like I'm gonna have a gin and tonic, and yeah, it was a bit of a mess. But <laughs> I think we've all been there. <laughs> Anyway, so the I, right I, gin. it's gonna sound it's gonna sound bougie, but I will tell you, Bombay Sapphire has nothing on Waterloo gin or any of the like new craft gins. It tastes it tastes similar to like Svetka vodka or something. Like it's just not as full of flavor, in my opinion. Yeah. So um Wait, yeah. vodka's not supposed to be flavorful. No, gin. <clears throat> gin oh. is literally flavored vodka. <laughs> right. Not- right. No, gin is not flavored vodka. Gin it is, is made of juniper berries and shit. No, they start with vodka and they Okay, they fine, but it's still distilled or something. It goes through some process. I know for a fact though that the vodka isn't supposed to be advertised as like being No, for sure. Yeah, you can't unless you add like there's additives to it. Yeah. Like the prickly pear cactus juice. Like Exactly, and we came. Fu- we have come full circle in our drink expedition. Twenty minutes in, circle of life, <laughs> drink a dish. So, so, Brian, I have a really good joke for you. I doubt it. Okay, <laughs> no, no faith Brian, in this joke. Brian, can you please explain to me why the mansplainer drowned in a puddle? Oh boy, I, why? Sounds political. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a well, actually. Oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Oh, man. Gonna have to give credit to Patricia on Twitter for that one. That just rocked my boat earlier today. I, I, saved, I saved the screenshot for the cast. That is just perfect. That's just, just awful, is what that is. I, I was sitting there. I read... Like scrolling through Twitter, and this popped up, and I was like, "Man, just beautiful, just, just, I mean, just perfect, perfect." Nobody left behind joke. Well, I'm so, glad yeah, you brush- fucking crushed it, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you really did crush it. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. You thought crushing was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that's like a shitty. Movie. That's funny. Okay, so being that person. So, okay, here's here's another thing, okay, and this is not, I don't want to turn this into politics talk at all, but I found it hilarious. A story came out today that the state of Georgia, do you remember back when Trump got elected and everybody's like, man, your turnout was kind of high and it seemed to be higher than the people that lived in your precinct? Yeah. And then they deleted all those files off a server? Yep. And it sort of just went away? Yep. Well... The next thing that happened was the primaries in Georgia, which happened in May. And this time, I, I don't know if it was the court or something, but they, they ordered that the records be saved so they can investigate for any further um, um, issues. And turnout was 243% higher than the number of residents living in the precinct. <laughs> yeah, that makes <laughs> which, sense. <laughs> like I don't, is everybody's vote everybody's vote is two and a half votes i guess i've like it just 
absolutely crazy. So I thought that was kind of funny because 276 voters were able to somehow cast 670 ballots. It's more um, depressing than funny, Frank. I think you're getting <laughs> words confused. But yes, I can see if you're trying to find Huber in the darkness of life. Yes, I sure. I'm just saying <laughs> it was a little bit comical in the fact that the first time it happened, they just got to delete the emails. <laughs> and then the second time it happened, they weren't able to. And now it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally fraud. I think, like- I think you're trying to be a little too on the nose, what with fraudulent emails being deleted and mm-hmm. uh, for an entire organization and group to claim voter fraud when there was hey. zero evidence of voter fraud, even though your party won Brian, um, Brian, and the only person to be prosecuted out of the 2016 voter fraud uh, search that uh, 45 put on was a conservative teenager in Kansas who voted it and in her hometown in a paper ballot, mail-in ballot, mm-hmm. and then or and then voted in person because she thought she didn't mail it in. She was at, oh while she God. was at college, <laughs> <laughs> so she went. <laughs> She went and she went and voted in person. Her mom was like, "Why did you vote? I mailed your mail-in ballot when you left it here last time." Oh, uh, that's okay. That probably won't be a big deal. Oh, they. Oh, <laughs> no. It I, was so one of those. I think there's the, at least an automatic fine to it. So yeah, no. Never voting. No, I was a the, joke. Like, the, she was like, "Oh, it's fine. I'm not even going to say anything. Like reporting or the anything." Person, the person, like, <laughs> biggest mistake of her life. Well, and she voted I, Trump. She, she like, voted Damn, Trump. Bit me in the ass. She, <laughs> she voted yeah. Trump. The guy who was in charge of the mission is the governor of Kansas or some senator in Kansas. So he hunts her down and is oh, like no. so far he's so far in it at this point like you have to prosecute. Oh, and yeah. he's like you're in, you're in deep shit girly. <laughs> she fought it, was it for my like first time 18. What are you doing? <laughs> she fought it for like 6 months and there was like a $200,000 fine and jail time or some nonsense and they kicked it down to N- nothing. Just don't let it happen oh, again. That's too funny. Homegirl had been yeah. brown. She would have been shot twice just for the shits and giggles. Well, of if she was a Democrat, she would be like a picture posted on Fox News. Alex Jones would talk about the rampantness at which this happens around the country. I mean, on he could Google Hangouts because he's I was no going to say anything. Else. He could <laughs> he could talk about it, but he'd just be I'm yelling. <laughs> he hops up. Holy out. shit! Could you a hundred? Could you imagine <laughs> if he hopped into our hangout one night like that one kid from Alabama did? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was gay funny. frogs. <laughs> they're turning the they're turning the frogs gay down here in Austin, Texas, here in liberal America. Oh my God, uh, he's being. God, he always looks like he's about to have an aneurysm, but not quite. No, there. it's all the supplements that he uh, peddles on his show. <laughs> it keeps him alive and virile, <laughs> strong human. At some point, you hear he OD'd, and the, everybody's like, "Oh, he was for sure doing heroin on the side." <laughs> and then they go, "No, no, 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 no." It was a potassium. it was a brutal combination of overly adding potassium to his diet due to every supplement he was taking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he OD'd on potassium and iron very slowly over two years' time. <laughs> Some people get mercury poisoning. He somehow got iron poisoning. <laughs> well, he—I mean, he did say he was taking the supplements, Brian. He yeah. did say it's done wonders for my life. I'm a man of my word, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out! Oh my god. Just, I mean, yeah, headbutted knife. Listening to that man, there's just no doubt about it. I like the uh, the college I, interns that he has on the set with him who have to oh, yeah. look like they're agreeing with him, and they're like, "Yep, yep, nope." I'm looking for my Fox News internship as soon as we're done here. Sign my credit hours. I thank you. That's all I need. Would love to go back to whatever fraternity I came out of out of out of Austin and uh, either UT put, or Texas State. Okay, so how far have you fallen from the the, the, the echelon of things to do media wise in Austin, right? Uh, every every radio station here has like multiple interns on. And I can't imagine the broadcast journalism like school. Uh, well, I mean, Texas got a thousand interns. Texas Texas did lose their accreditation when we were in college, and I think that might have had something to do with it. Well, oh Texas God, Tech. Really? Texas Tech. No, Texas, University of Texas Austin lost their accreditation in 2005 
And by the time wow. I graduated in 2010, 2011, they still hadn't regained it. But it was because for they what though for journalism. There's only a hundred accredited journalism oh, schools in the it. United okay. States, and they lost their accreditation. And okay, so <laughs> it was for because, broadcast journalism, yeah, because that's what they we're talking were a very about. Good school for everything else. Texas Tech actually lost. All, they were almost a community college by okay. definition of the like Texas minimum standards to be considered a university for GPA. If I were higher class, <laughs> if I were if I were tech, I would have said, "Your Honor, I bring to you University of Texas San Marcos or whatever the hell it is down there." And be like Texas State, Texas State University. Your Honor, I rest my case. Let me tell you, Brian, that school has an area. I can I can understand fully why kids don't graduate well from that school. They have a tubing river running through campus. So okay. is it like Disney World where they have a tram that you hop Pretty on from your, it's, from your hotel so room? You just hop on the, a tube? <laughs> in the middle of campus, there's a, there's a river, the San Marcos River, that runs at 72 degrees all year long. Then wow. they have this area, this big square that's like a historic town square, town square kind of like Denton has. Yeah. But um, lined with bars, restaurants, like breweries. Bars. It's it's and then they live in hill country so they can go hiking. They can go like it's it is a gorgeous campus um, with way too much to do, which is really why we went to OSU. I mean, I was not distracted by much. Um, I loved OSU. I loved OSU, but I went there specifically, and I told like when I went there, my I told you this too, Willem. I was like. The distractions here are not as great as what I've seen at some of the other schools that I visited. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I chose this because I would not have yeah. There's only been able to yeah. like, focus on school as intently as I did. It, when you when you got into OSU, there was only one strip club in Stillwater. By the time mm-hmm. you left, there were two, double the amount, 100% more distractions. And the diamond in the muff did show up. That wasn't, that was baby dolls. <laughs> was the other one. Oh, I was going to. Well, then there were three. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, didn't the Dragon's Lair burn down, and then it Baby Dolls, and then Diamond in the Muff opened up on Sixth yeah. Street? Andy rest her soul. Yeah. So uh, you brought up the San Marcos, and I wanted to see if you guys had seen this news story that popped up uh, yesterday. Fecal bacteria found in the Guadalupe River in the months after Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> nice. I mean, any surprise sure. there, though? Uh, well, it didn't stop people from tubing down the Guadalupe this summer. Well, okay. So, okay. Little secret here: poop is everywhere. Poop is yeah, well, all around that, us. But it goes, don't go to the Guadalupe River. Like it is a cesspool. It is a cesspool. Yes. Frank, we were on the San Marcos last year or year before last. We were okay. Yes. There was a dead dog a dead in that dog. river. Yes. I just so want to very clear. Let me <laughs> let me be very clear about what happens in that area. And so people let their dogs. So right above that dam is a waiting area where people hang out and they let their dogs off leash. And the current, the undercurrent is very strong there and it circulates. And what most likely happened with that dog is it washed over the falls and got stuck under the undercurrent and it drowned. And yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, if you look at like low, I guess it's minimal flow dams or low flow dams. There's a whole YouTube video about how dangerous they are. And people, people don't always understand. Like they think they're just fucking around in some water and they're more dangerous because of the constant current that it creates. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had, there was a a natural. It was very sad. That was a pit bull. It looked like a good dog too. There's a, someone cared for it. When I was in, uh, when I was in my camping days, there was this, like this place called slippery falls. And it had some natural low flow dams, and it was the scary some of the scariest places to go swim. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be swimming under low flow dams. Like. No, no. I, I mean, even walking across them because you know you take your shoes off, you can walk across like basically low water crossings. There's some yeah. of the strongest currents that ankle height <laughs> really fuck For you sure. up. Uh, the same with there's this place called Fossil Rim, I think. Mm-hmm. Out in but that's up in south- Montana, isn't it? No, it's in, it's southwest of Granbury is the one I'm talking about. I don't know where the hell. 
uh, or I maybe it's like be, uh, no fossil <laughs> rims. Over, no, yeah, you're right. It's in Glenrose. It's Glen by Rose, yeah. fossil rim is technically like an area right by Waco too. Like it's an area. It's all uh, Waco. Well, they have yeah. Thank you. They have uh, <laughs> preserved preserved dinosaur prints yeah. down mm-hmm. there in Glenrose. Anyway, uh, just outside of the park is the Creationist Center. Of America, Ooh. it's real cool. Anyway, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> get a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah, you don't want to get too yin to, down the y- yin to your yang there in your belief yeah, system. That's right. We, uh, Cody, uh, my cousin and loyal listener Cody and I would take bicycles out and ride around Glenrose at that national at the state park. It's pretty cool. But to get to the trails, you had to walk like carry your bike across this really shallow stream. Doesn't sound like that big of a deal, except you know it's all river rock. And shit's moving pretty quick, and you're carrying. Oh, oh yeah, you're carrying a mountain bike <laughs> across oh the river. Yeah, it, it got very treacherous. Did you not? Did you not sketchy. consider one Saturday like building a bridge? Uh, no, this was a state park. I'm not going to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. I don't have the permits <laughs> involved necessary for that. <laughs> what Teddy Roosevelt would have done, he would have gotten out there. Fucking <laughs> 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 Brian, Brian. Like uh, so, I like the idea, though. I'll run it up the, I'll run it up the ladder, see what comes down. <laughs> a ranger comes out like, son, what are you doing with that quick creep there? <laughs> Well, well gonna... I figure if I just put enough quick right here in this dam, <laughs> <Just throwing laughs> it'll in... eventually just create a little sound. Funny you mention oh, that. Mark. Funny you mention that. I have a neighbor. Or so not a neighbor. Like, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> just, damn it, just, there needs to be a bridge there. Damming up the river. Poser of quick and you're just dumping it into the river over and over. <laughs> it's just washing down and fucking up wildlife for miles to come. <laughs> It's funny you mention that because outside of my neighborhood, there's a person who's really holding strong to this little ranch that they have, maybe like five acres, and they just have some trees. Anyway, it's all they have out there. But they wanted to put a retaining wall. I know they wanted to put a sleep in a tent. Yeah, I know they wanted to build a retaining wall because what they built was stacks of quickcrete in a retaining wall shape. But they left, like, they just set the quickcrete out. You know, if you leave quickcrete out in the elements, it'll harden up and brick up Ten on you. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you have no time to lay stone into that quickcrete. No, 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 Frank, in the bags. So the bags that you pull off the pallet, <laughs> they just... if you just leave them out. <laughs> just the water and shit will... Will harden them up <laughs> over time. Okay, but, hold on. So first off, Daddy had a great plan. Uh-huh, and then he started and drinking beer. Got into some money. Right, he's like, oh, I got that big bonus. I'm building that wall, right? Yeah. And then, well, I need quickery. And then, then mom goes, "You're not putting that shit in the garage." And he goes, "Oh, I'll lay it out where I'm going to use it." <laughs> he went, and he was like, "Okay, I need to make sure I've got enough." He spent so much more money on quickcrete than he would just buying retaining bricks. <laughs> but listen, Brian, the NFL got in the way. It was fall. Sundays were spoken for. College football got in the way. Saturdays were spoken for. Pretty soon, he just had a quickcrete retaining wall. That's just how that went down. I'm going to have to take a picture of it tomorrow. You know it's I insane. That, I would fucking paint it to actually, like... Look like quickcrete. Oh, That'd be like cool. You know, oh, like, would it? Would it? Because he's got that right now. The bags, <laughs> the paper is still on the fucking sacks. Like, I, he still has the bags on. He hasn't well, even taken. No, he because they haven't hardened up. Because we haven't gotten rain in like three weeks. God damn it! Like the way it's what's ridiculous is he's carved out the ground like he dug down, made sure it was a level plane. So he did like right. a lot of work. Yes, and then he just. Put bags of quickcrete on the ground, <laughs> and he's like, "If I if I build it, it'll fucking be there later." Is what it is. <laughs> so here's 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 what I'll say. Right, uh, big ups to the guy. Let's hope he finds a way to save that project because his <laughs> his wife will be destroying his ass if he doesn't figure it out. Well, what I'm more concerned about is the giant tree that the retaining wall is like keeping in place because <laughs> the tree is right on the edge of the road. Mm. And like it's elevated up because there's like a little berm that keeps like that keeps water down in the ditch next in between his property and the road. So the retaining wall is actually keeping the tree <laughs> upright. And so this oh tree was going to fall down already. It looks like it's going to because old quickcrete wall is not going to fucking help it. And of course, him digging down around the goddamn tree is not helping the the structural integrity of the soil around this giant tree. 
So okay. uh, I'll take some photos and send them to you. I'll let you get in contact with the guy. I'm sure he'll love to hear your, your feedback. You should just well, tell him okay, to build a so, bridge. And, I guess uh, <laughs> he, he can't be worse. So here's one little thing about our experience. I don't think we ever talked about going to the Barcelona game, which, by the way, was awesome. Okay. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, can we talk about that? that yeah, we will. Like fun. We will in just, it, just a minute. But um, the one thing I immediately noticed, so before the game, I was like, well, we're going to be out. It's going to be stadium food. I need to go run. Otherwise, it's just going to be bad. So I went and and Brian's got a really nice jogging trail in his neighborhood. He's got a little lake in the back. It's like nice walking jogging trail. And it wasn't too hot, so I could do it at 4 p.m. Today I tried to do it at 4 p.m. I made it two and a quarter miles, and I was like starting to see things, so I stopped. <laughs> um, but so we – uh, yeah, so I went, I went on the jog, and I could not help but notice that – so – Brian, I don't know. You might want to do a little backstory here, but there's a there's a specific person in your neighborhood that has been doing a landscaping project oh, yeah. that has been going on for as long as you've lived there. Yeah, it's uh, we've been in this house over two years, and it's been going on w- well before we moved in. <laughs> can we just can we caveat this conversation with? We all have those projects. Like we all no 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 huge landscaping no. project, but we all Bro. have projects that like we oh, for sure. did. We started. Yeah. We bit off more than we could chew. Table so, table in my garage. Table in my garage. Frank, perfectly. that you bit yeah. you bit off more than like the fucking people on PBS who restore ancient homes. <laughs> bit off more than West well, that thing's gonna chew. be done. It's <laughs> gonna be done this year. And you bit off more than the big dig with that damn coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> just the money, just the money. But well, what I will say is, is um, there's something to be said for choosing your prod- projects to minimize disruption Ugh. to people that live around you, dude. Okay, and um, I feel like most of us on this cast, when we choose a project, i.e., my table, my table isn't sitting in the middle of my driveway waiting to be sanded. Okay, <laughs> right. No, I agree. Like, like I think every it can be it can be tucked we, we away. Have a sense of urgency. Yeah, but... it could it could be tucked away, and it's my problem. Okay, I built these beds in the back here in my yard. If that was a typical project for me, I probably would have skipped a weekend or two before actually finishing them. But there was a sense of urgency because the neighbors could see it. It looked like shit. Let's just get it done and show them yeah. that it's actually going to like look good, right? Yeah. This man in Brian's little corner lot, okay? He's right at the entrance of his little neighborhood there. Yeah. Brian's section of the neighborhood. Fucking eyesore. He looked like he was running. You know when you see uh, like nurseries change mm-hmm. over their stuff in the <laughs> middle of – um, a shopping like season. March getting yeah. ready for the, the, the summer, right? And they start, like, digging up things. They they put new trails in. They, like, plant new trees because last year's died. And, like, they try to make it pretty at the nursery so you come in and buy your plants for the spring and whatnot. <laughs> to say that that is what this man's yard looked like would be sort of giving him too much credit. He had he had piles of dirt, compost, gravel in his in his driveway – I mean, I go to visit Brian maybe once every other month, and there was a significant um, number of times where what looked to be, and I don't know if it was, but what looked to be the exact same pile of dirt Mm -hmm. laying in (laughs) pretty much the same spot (laughs) for about two months. And I'd be like, Brian, he hasn't moved. I think I remember this guy. I oh feel yeah! Like I honestly think I remember this. House. For quite some time, he had PVC laying out in his yard. Oh, like he was la- he was laying out a sprinkler system for about six uh-huh. months. I'm not <laughs> even joking. Six I months. Mean, more power to him. His wife doesn't murder him for the dude. front yard looking. Probably just... single, dude. No, no, <laughs> no, no. He's got a kid that li- at least one kid that lives with him. Oh, he- he's a hoarder. Like when he opens the dr- the garage door. There's you, no room. You you don't see a light. You see light like peeking in between stacks of things. Nice. There was one day when we we moved in. It was probably a month, two months after we moved in. 
It was longer than that because it, it was done being really hot. It was nice and cool. So more and more people were out walking in the neighborhood and you know trying to be social. Homeboy decided to reorganize his garage by pulling everything out of his garage and putting it on the front lawn in the front driveway. It stayed there for three days. Holy shit. Dude, it was... It, there's so much stuff. There's so many things going on. But Frank, okay, so you saw the way it looked the last time you came up. There's like flowers planted fucking everywhere there's well, like here's the problem okay this is where i that was going to be my climactic end to it right Sorry. so this man is a walking home depot manager's special corner outlet oh, oh, yeah. like area okay like you know when they they've got the manager specials and it's normally this time of the year it's like a bunch of mowers and they're all dirty and yep. just like <laughs> every once in a while maybe it's a good deal but the manager's really just trying not to lose his ass on something it's a, that, like, it's a rack of it's a rack yeah. of like three-day-old fresh-baked bread it's a yeah. rack out in the garden center of some half-dead pansies and you know, or, gladiolas or just like to the mower section and pay 50 bucks more for a new one yes. like special yeah. my ass so Anyways, so this is this is this guy's backyard. Front yard. Backyard as well. Backyard, front yard. Everything looks his like his backyard. It, like, his backyard. Outlet. It has it has street signs Ugh. all over it. Street signs with a speed limit infinity sign. Uh, Mind you, these are all. He has a wrought iron back fence because uh, that's part of our neighborhood like HOA thing. So when you pull into the neighborhood at night with your headlights on and you're you they sweep across his backyard, a bunch of illuminated street signs pop or reflect back at you. So you're like this is I mean, I just, garbage town USA. Quintessential hoarder. Um so yeah, to finish <laughs> off kind of I I go on this jog and I run past and the first thing in my mind is something's not right here at the corner. Like it looks not as though the projects are half finished. Then I take a look and have you ever seen Willem? You've seen those, those hammer in metal edgers. Like edge guard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Ouch. Okay. So he's got edge guard. He uses edge guard. Those are insane. Like do not get those people. Fuck their feet up on those. Okay. So or you could just not hit him into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so he took the edge guard that's supposed to be like vertical, right? And he just threw it down horizontal around his planters. Oh he, my god. Sure, Brian, is it still like that? I am sure it is. Fucking blade. I'm positive it is. I try not to it's go like, over there. Man, you know, like it could have just don't do it. Like bring it out the day of. If one day you get an itch in your ass and you want to do the edge guard, just bring it out. Like, everything else you've done up until this point, I understand you can't put a pile of dirt in your garage, but this literally takes, no, put it under your bed, in your <laughs> bedroom or something. Like, this does not have to lay out. No shame. But anyways, the, <laughs> the, the worst part about this guy's yard is he's worked, what, four years on this? Yeah. Three years on this? Yeah, I'd say closer and to three. Brian, you're right just plants in random spots trees he's got his <laughs> trees are not centered on anything no it's not like hey i've got i've got this nice little little grove of trees planted no they're all they're not equidistant barred they're not at angles that's like pleasing to the eye nope he kind of like he was just like fucking shovel 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 here you go start digging and then it's just like <laughs> i'll check I mean, back in with you later yeah, I mean, I think you could have a, a dart thrower would have been more like <laughs> pleasing to the eye than what this man did with his little corner lot. <laughs> um, so funny story about that, all that shit. So all those colorful I flowers this. I planted all I get. I was his I was his uh, <laughs> consultant on this whole deal. No. I actually call him <laughs> sensei. Sensei, <laughs> yeah. He is my leader. He was lead designer on that project. <laughs> <laughs> project manager on Corner Corner Lot House. So that guy, I saw him talking with a neighbor about no shit 2 weeks before that yard looked that way. It like he was out talking with a neighbor, and our, we have a neighbor who is a landscaper. That's his profession. He has, like, a whole crew, and his yard looks immaculate. I mean, just beautiful, lush green grass, like, full colorful flower bed. And what I learned was the landscape neighbor 
took all of the flowers out of his flower bed and planted them in the neighbor's yard. I'm not kidding you because you drive by you drive by hoarder we'll call it hoarder house. Drive by hoarder house and you just see this bright colorful like Skittles bag got dumped into this dude's flower bed. And then you drive like four houses down and landscape neighbor flower bed is barren. It is just cleared out. There's <laughs> nothing on. in it. Okay, so I have a question here. He just literally he cultivated them in his flower bed, went into the old scoop scoop, scooped out plant by plant, and went and replanted them in Homeboy's front yard. No shit. And has there been oh a showdown here yet? That's the most no. Pass- that is a Minnesota level passive aggressive. No, I think right I think what That's happened not is passive, dude. That is very direct. I think <laughs> I think what happened so is <laughs> I think what happened is the landscape guy, a landscape neighbor, when when he was talking to him, he, like he had his notepad out. He was legitimately trying to help this dude finish mm-hmm. his yard because it looked so bad. And <laughs> I mean, after I think three he years, sa- I would hope someone was like, "Let's help him." Out. He just sacrificed his own front yard, basically. And uh, anyway, long story longer, Landscape Dude has won Yard of the Month like three months out of the Uh-oh. five months Uh-oh. this year. This summer. Danger. Well, no, it's because Homeboy can grow shit in his front yard and mm. is like actually takes care of it. Meanwhile, the rest of us are just killing shit left and right. I've killed, <laughs> I've killed more cactus. Like oh, yeah, I've killed more cactus, herb plant. Remember that herb garden I started earlier in the year? Dead, <laughs> dead as shit. I bought a succulent to replace the cactus that died. <laughs> Succulent's dead. It's just a fucking Dude, horror show. Fucking well, especially it the ones that like I like. Watering is your problem. No, Ryan. it's not. Uh, well, the, the yeah, the succulents kind of that's a watering issue. Also, I left it out on my back retaining wall for way too long, and it basically burned to death. Yeah. Living watering is the problem. No, it's not just water. It's uh, you know succulents can sunburn. <laughs> like yeah, they like they like a little bit of shade. Yeah. Well, and I was giving it none none shade, and <laughs> it was turning bright red. And like, <laughs> Brian made the same mistake this year. Do not even feel like you're. I'm gonna plant some English ivy and just let that shit take over the neighborhood. <laughs> Is that what you planted? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just fucking bombed the whole place up. <laughs> All right, Frank. Uh, so, do you want to talk about the uh, why you're up here jogging on our jogging trail? You mentioned it earlier. Ooh, I didn't know that your name was on it, but fair enough. Um, <clears throat> that was a good joke. All right. right. Anyway, this is zero so, <laughs> I mean, I'm hearing the click. I'm hearing the clickety. I'm hearing the clickety clack of. Everybody was just like, no laughing at that. <laughs> yep. That's what we do. Stone cold. <laughs> yeah. No. What? Uh, Breaking glass. I okay. Anyway, Frank. I've never ahead. attempted that sound before, Brian. Kill me. Okay. Um, crucify me. Yeah, crucify me. That'll be the last time I try it on this cast. So, uh, no, what I was saying is, is the... Um, <clears throat> the reason I was up there was to jog on um, the Brian uh, and Mrs. Brian jogging trail, as well as go to the FC Barcelona game against uh, AS Roma, which was a lot of fun. I will. Okay, it's hard for me to do this. I'll give Jerry credit. He's <laughs> got a great in stadium experience. Okay, I will give him that. Jerry World has carpeted like. Not carpeted, but like very nice looking hallways with good tile and like it it's it's a great experience. It's an that. experience fit for a Frank. It, well, he paid for all of it. So yeah. I, I can't I can't judge him, right? It's like I can judge all the other people because they're like, oh, half of this is taxpayer money. I'm like, well, that's my tile. What'd you do with my tile? Over in Jerry World, he paid for it. So you're like, well, oh, there's there's a lot you can judge him for it, though. There's a lot you can judge him for, but not the stadium. Not the stadium. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this is a nice stadium. You know, you don't know that you need the 150 foot yard <laughs> screen, which is unbelievably amazing. Then you, <laughs> then you have it, and you're like, well, uh, who's the sucker now? Because I'm looking at it. Yeah. And I also paid for the seat. Like you have to attentively not look at the screen. Yeah, I I I saw my I caught myself several times watching the screen. Yeah. Rather than the action that was happening fifty feet in front of me. <laughs> now, okay, now, awesome experience. Barcelona played well. 
Um, the, the whole B team pretty much did the International Cup tour this year, so we got to see a lot of young players instead of like all the stars, which including like for a, a lot high of people, I think was disappointing. For me, it was encouraging because I I got to see players that I don't see on TV. It would have been better to see like Messi and Rakitic and Stegen and all these people in person, but they just played the World Cup, so obviously that wasn't going to be the case. And I quite enjoyed seeing the younger kids because they they just they play with a level of sort of like urgency that you don't always see from other professionals right. playing in the same tournament. So it was it was much more like, hey, we're here to prove something than hey, we're just here to get through this and go to the regular season. So I enjoyed it. Um, the the thing the only knock that I have on this entire experience, okay. And I don't know if it's a knock so much as like, can you just find someone in the city of Dallas? I don't know how hard it is. might be very difficult. But the numbering system for the parking lots are <laughs> I, it is just horrendous. I've never seen anything. It's fucking atrocious, that dude. It's just disorienting. Like, <laughs> we were in the lot 10. You're in a circle, right? You're in a circle. And then it goes, oh... At some point, you're going to get to a point where like 12 and 1 meet or 16 and 1 or something. But you're never going to walk from parking lot 10 and then have the next one be numbered 7, right? Like that's just just not a thing that we do in society. It's an agreed upon approach that we like increase or decrease the numbers – but we don't skip numbers. The hell is and, the point of even numbering them? It, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I think what happened here is he was like one next to the stadium to the parking lot directly adjacent away from the stadium. And they like started numbering one, two, like uh, ping ponging back and around forth. in a circle, ping ponging back and forth from distances away from the stadium. Cause that would be the only thing that could explain for these things to end up next to each other. The down, the downside is uh, that parking lot, the side that we were on in lot ten, where there was lot seven next to it, across the street where it would have pinged and ponged back and forth, is a fucking Walmart. So they couldn't yeah. do that. Like I don't, and it's been there for a long time. It's not like the Walmart just hopped up in lot nine and eight, and they were like, ah, fuck, what are we gonna do now? So no, so other than that, I I will give Jerry props for putting on one heck of an event. It was fun. Um, if you ever get the urge to go to Jerry World, find a concession stand with the uh, prime rib sandwich. Absolutely worth it. Uh, Brian, if you were to compare the prime rib with the accoutrements mm-hmm. and the seven dollar, so the prime rib's nineteen. Your hot dog was seven, which was very good. It was a Frito chili dog. Yeah, which there were, yeah, there were like wraps and nachos and whatnot in that twelve to fifteen dollar range. Yeah, when you compare it to the the level of food that you're getting from, you know, you're getting stadium food as it is. So my, but the good part is even my seven dollar Frito pie dog was like on a brat. I had a bratwurst in it for the meat, and it was like a nice sturdy bun. And pretty legit-ish Frito chili pie. So I was way better than I was expecting. But I look at Frank's freaking prime rib burger, and it's literally a... It might as well have been a full-on prime rib just sitting on top of some bread. It was delicious. It looked awesome. And for the shit that was right below it, I mean, you're looking at like a grilled chicken sandwich wrap thing. Yeah, like Frank said, it was like $12, $14. I'm like, no. That's bullshit. Yeah, give me five bucks. Give me the prime rib. It was good. Now they can keep their goddamn ten dollar beers. I can keep that shit right they in the can. old. I'm... They can. But it was right, a Brian, fun. We promised ourselves short ep tonight. We're at forty eight minutes because it took Frank forever to get on here. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm good with wrapping <laughs> with what we got. I hope your Rocket League tournament turned out okay with your click clacks for forty seven <laughs> of these fucking minutes. Really appreciate yep. it. Um, but yeah, no, that's what I got tonight. I had fun, Frank. So thank you for being a fan and, and letting me bring you up here for that. Cause that, that made me happy seeing, seeing you get to sing the Barcelona song, which I was, didn't know was a, singing it. It was, it, I didn't know it was a thing. And Frank is yelling it at the top of his lungs. 
It was oh, it was very fun. So a bunch you of fucking taught it to Brian before you guys went out there. Well, it's really difficult to teach a Catalan. So it's not even Spanish film. Like yeah. I learned, there's uh, there is a difference. I, it's, it's I don't know. I have no. I could not tell you what the difference is. I just know that none of the Spanish speaking people who were in our section knew what the fuck was going on. No. And I, <laughs> They also sort of like I don't know I yeah we'll we'll talk about this later but it feels like <clears throat> we have a lot more like fair weather fans right now than we normally had and normally that we, song there'd be a lot of people singing it by we and, you mean Barcelona fans yeah well like I told you Messi was on the cover of FIFA last year or this year whenever it is and I think they just handed out Messi jerseys. If you yeah. uh, bought it at GameStop, so I think that's <laughs> kind of what we were viewing uh, at the game. Yeah. But it was fun. So yeah, uh, we do have a special last call episode that we'll be posting later, probably Friday. You're hearing this; it'll be Thursday. So over the weekend, you'll have a very special last call episode that you can catch up on. It is a doozy; it's full two hours. Uh, but there's some special guests and probably one of the funniest episodes that we've done in quite some time. It uh, there's a lot of I think everyone at one point in time got beeped in the episode and got what got beeped because there was like actual name if someone dropped the social security number I, I think someone dropped first and last name at one point PHI <laughs> it was it was insanity I dropped my daughter's name in the middle of the episode it was <laughs> you did <laughs> dude I was I had been drinking bourbon for about two hours before the podcast started. And I honestly, when I woke up Sunday morning, I was like, I think I need a dry week. I think I need a dry week. <laughs> so look forward to that. Uh, be sure to fr- tell friends, family, leave her uh, about uh, No Beer Left Behind. Leave us a review over on iTunes. And uh, we're over on the Google Podcast. If you have the Google Podcast app, we're up there. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, look forward to seeing y'all next time. Hopefully we can get Parker on here so I can play his new drop. For Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I'm out. Uh, For Villain and Tulsa, talk to you guys later. It's very... I think Villain's whole... It's like a two-minute segment. Um, For Frank in far, far north Monterey, Mexico... um, Elon Musk did a thing. It was very bold of him. I think he's in trouble. I'm out. Beer!